Hello and welcome back to Pharmacist Diaries, the podcast that reveals the secret lives of pharmacists, from where their journeys began, where they are now, and everything in between. I am your host, Anisha Patel, and today we celebrate 100 episodes of this podcast. I cannot believe that I'm sharing this introduction to the 100th episode of the podcast. I am absolutely excited, proud, thrilled. I have all the emotions because I never thought I would reach this part of the journey with the podcast and building my brand. Today's episode is again one of the special episodes where I am joined by my husband, my videographer and producer of the podcast and we share a very reflective journey on the last three years of building the Pharmacist Diaries brand. We start off the episode talking about the initial process of building the podcast and the reason why I wanted to create it in the first place. It feels like yesterday when I rode on the train to work and came up with the idea of building this brand and this podcast and sharing connections with pharmacists from all over the world and sharing stories of your career journeys. And oh, there are so many inspirational chats that I've had over the last three years and friendships that I've built, connections that I've made from across the globe. And it's all for you guys. So yes, we start the podcast uh, talking about that initial idea, but we've also talked about the evolution of the podcast and how it's grown over the last three years. I mean, a simple one is going from audio to video, um, building my website, uh, building a YouTube channel, uh, growing my social media following and hearing back from so many, of you, so many of you out there, whether that's students on there, journey to learning more about what pharmacy has to offer um, from intern pharmacists or trainee pharmacists who are starting their career journey and feeling inspired by some of the conversations that I've had um, and also from newly qualified pharmacists and extremely experienced pharmacists enjoying the reflective journey of people who have shared their stories. Um, I also talk about uh, the future of the podcast and there is so much to tell you about in terms of how this brand is being built. Um, I get very excited about the fact that I am starting to build a team. I can't believe I actually say I'm saying that out loud. I have two student interns who are joining me this month. Um, to support me with some of the uh, background elements of the podcast um, and getting involved with editing and social media and scheduling. I can't wait to have their support on this journey and I can't wait to support them with their professional and personal lives. Uh, before we start the episode, and you're going to love this one, I just want to remind you that um, I have some partnerships that I want you to be aware of, one of which is uh, with The Naked Pharmacy. Uh, some of you will remember that I recorded a podcast episode with Kevin Levers, who is the founder and CEO of The Naked Pharmacy brand. Um, they have supplements for everyone's needs. I've been using the Saffron Energy um, the magnesium to support my sleep and gut love um, 
and my whole family is using it. My daughter is now uh, using the mini capsules and absolutely loving it. Um, so I just want to share with you that uh, Kevin has kindly offered a 20% discount to all my followers. Um, so at checkout, if you use the code PD20, you will receive a 20% discount on your order. So yeah, um, enjoy that. Um, yeah, share, um, I guess, your journey with me through social media, through email. Um, and I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. And um, yeah, I guess let's celebrate. Uh, let's celebrate to the next 100 episodes to come. Here we are. <laughs> we love that phrase whenever we record together. Should get a t-shirt printed. Here we are. 100. Boom. Did you ever think you're going to get to 100 episodes? I don't know. I mean, yes. When did when did you start? Well, we should have checked this, shouldn't we? When was, when no, was the date? June 2020. June 2020. Okay, so in June 2020. See, I, I remember doing research on podcasts before we... I mean, I started mine first, right? I started mine in December 2019. So it was like six months before you started yours and just before COVID as well, right? Um, and I remember doing research on podcasts and I'm, and everyone was, you know, you, the data is still there that most podcasts don't make it past like, you know, double figures in, in, in episodes. And I thought, no, surely not. And then I thought a hundred episodes, that's easy. Yeah. If you do one a week, hundred weeks, that's, that's two years. So we've been going now three years, right? Three. So it's July 2023 as we're recording this. But it's been a long, it's been a long time. It's taken a long time. Um, how does it feel? I mean, I, I can't believe I've had a hundred conversations. I mean, that's hundreds of hours of my time, and that's just the recording element. I must have spent three times that amount, if not more, with all the interview prep and emailing and editing and social media. It's incredible how much time we have both spent working on this podcast for fun. Yeah, for fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's very time consuming. <laughs> it is. It, well, it doesn't have to be. But I think the way that we've done it, or I've done it, has made it quite time consuming. But that's not a complaint. I think having done it this way, there's so much that we've learnt. And I think, yeah, I think it's it's been a it's been a very enjoyable journey, a very frustrating journey sometimes. Um but uh, yeah, it's um, it feels weird that you, that you're at a hundred uh, episodes. Plus, we've got I did I've done fifty nine ish on the Stay Hard podcast, which is not finished, by the way. We're still I'll talk about that another time. But um, so yeah, so we've got over one hundred fifty episodes between us podcasts. Um, a lot of those are now video. I think we've probably yeah. got more video. How many did you? When did you start doing video? At 50. At 50. So we've got 50 video. And I started doing video around about 35. So, yeah. So that's quite quite a significant amount. But, yeah, think just think of it when you said 100 conversations. But 100 conversations that have been recorded that you can look back on 
and you know think think back three years let's listen to the first couple of conversations okay the first episode was me and you talking um but your first guest who's your first guest me no apart from us Gillian murray who i work with at the moment at Gillian king's yeah. okay so Gillian was your first first guest so just having conversations that you've had with people that you know and then being able to go back and listen to them and that's quite special because I'm sure people out there go, well, I've had 100 conversations with, with so many times. Yeah, and you probably have with friends and family and work colleagues and all those sorts. But to, to have it down on record and then to be able to go back and listen to it, I think it's quite, quite special. Um, and for me, like recording conversations or it's like taking photos, right? You take photos and you look back in your, your phone and you go back, you know, we do this a lot. We go back a number of years and you say, oh yeah, you've got like a, a photo diary. It's almost like that, isn't it? It's a diary of, of, of the conversations you've had. Uh, so what I want to ask you is what, what have you learned? So I want three things Ooh. that you've learned from doing a hundred podcast episodes. I mean, I can give you so many more, but the top three things, I think the first would be consistency being key to the growth of the podcast and not just to the podcast, but to my brand, Pharmacist Diaries, and allowing myself the time to be consistent, but also having that patience when other things get in the way, whether that's, you know, pregnancy, parenting, a newborn baby. We've had a lot of ups and downs with uh, just life in general over the last three years. We've moved house twice in that time. <laughs> yeah, we've lived we've lived in three different homes since we started the podcast. We were in Kings Langley, we moved to Queen's Park, um, and now we're here in Tring. Um, you know, Lily's been to a couple of schools, in fact, three or four schools and nurseries in that time. Um, so we've had a lot of change personally. Um, but in my head, I think that you play the long game when it comes to podcasting and just accepting that it takes a lot of time and energy and effort to make something of this podcast and this channel. And there's been an incredible amount of growth um, over the course of three years. And yeah, I wish I could have grown so much faster. I wish I would be at a hundred. I wanted to be at a hundred episodes, like minimum by the sort of second year. Um, but I have learned to slow down. I've learned to accept that it's okay to grow at your own pace. So that was kind of, yeah, the first thing I think as a, as a podcaster, I'm learning still to find my voice and be authentic in terms of the conversations and what it is that I want this podcast to look, to feel, to sound like. And that, that means being me um, and not following any trends, but actually doing what feels right for me. And part of that is to have really authentic, genuine enjoyable conversations that don't necessarily feel like an interview because obviously I am a host and I'm interviewing other people um but I think there's a lot of value in yeah a skill that I have in making people feel comfortable in the conversation and it's a natural ability which I 
yeah, have enjoyed over the time that we've been uh, sharing conversations with people. Um, I also think um, I've learned so much about myself and I've loved the fact that we've built a diary of conversations. But like you said, it's a diary of conversations I've had with other people, but it's also a diary of my personal and professional life um, that we can go back to. And that's, yeah, really, really valuable for me and for people listening, even for my kids who might be listening to my podcast years from now. Um, they'll learn about themselves when we've talked about them on the podcast or um, learn about my my work ethic and what I'm like as a person, as a professional, and hopefully that will be inspiring for them to, yeah, be big and bold and try something outside of the comfort of their comfort zone. Because this isn't like a natural uh, podcasting isn't a natural skill as a pharmacist. It's <laughs> completely creative and innovative and outside of the norm of what a pharmacist would do. Um, and learning to be an entrepreneur because that's how I feel now. I feel like I can call myself an entrepreneur, um, which I love. I love that. I love that I can call myself that. And um, I love that I've been able to do things the way that I want to do. Um, I've got complete control of how this podcast looks, how my website gets built, how I manage my social media, who I have conversations with, when I have the conversations, all of that stuff really makes me happy. So yeah, those are kind of the main things, I think. Yeah, I think you mentioned the, the, the children as well. I think that's it. that's that's a good point because we do talk you do talk about a lot about your personal life and, and what's going on in your life at the time. So that, that diary is there and, and it gives them a chance to listen back. Uh listen back as well. Um I yeah, I think you mentioned the change has been so much that we've gone through and you know the, the pregnancy was was it was a key i think one of the biggest changes i mean moving houses is, is a huge change but i don't we've done that so many times in, in the past that it doesn't feel like it's a it's a big deal anymore but um of course a lot of people it is but i think yeah the the having obviously kai come into the world and you even during that time the, throughout the pregnancy were very consistent with putting episodes out i remember you were you know still record you would still be editing you'd still be doing all the you know all, all the social media um which you know it's quite it was it was difficult it was difficult there's a lot a lot of things going on uh at the time and so i think that's something if i was to look back and think what would be kind of the highlights or the kind of sort of key moments i think during that time could have been a time where the podcast fell off the cliff and just you stopped doing it um but you didn't and you kept going and even to the point and i think i talked about this last time where sometimes there was audio sometimes it was video sometimes you know so just even getting it out even if there wasn't a video behind it you know you me personally you know, and i know it's something i've got to work on i would have been like no it has to for me if it was my podcast i have to put the video out and i would have you know beat myself up until i got the video out uh, and then it would have meant no episode goes out for, you know, I think I've had that in my podcast where there's been months that have gone. I haven't put an episode out and then I'll put one out. Whereas you were very consistent um, with with getting an episode out no matter what. I do beat myself up though. And I know I need to stop because I like to get one out every week. 
and I do get upset if I well that's why we're doing, that's why we're doing this one because you got a cancellation yeah true I had a cancellation this morning on a face-to-face podcast and uh we've uh squeezed ourselves into the schedule to um celebrate 100 episodes yeah well it was in a diary to come and set this up i mean this takes a lot of setting up as well people unfortunately we don't have the 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 luxury yet of just walking into a room and pressing a button and off we go this all everything you see here has to be you know manually put together and cameras and microphones and chairs and angles and lighting um so yeah so it was already in my diary to, to to do all of that so i thought well let's just do it anyway and then we can record this this hundredth episode um between ourselves so yeah i think this is a good chance to reflect back and you know see what you have achieved uh and and be proud and being proud of it you know i think no matter what no matter how many episodes you've got you're being consistent you're still doing it um and um and i think just the value that those episodes and that information the knowledge the, the knowledge that's there in that in those hundred episodes the value that has for someone else, whether it's a newly qualified pharmacist, whether it's a student who's thinking about pharmacy, whether it's an experienced pharmacist thinking about a career change, I think that's really, really special because, you know, and I'm going to be biased, but there isn't anything else out there like that, you know, especially in the UK. I think there's a few American, we've looked, we've, looked, we've done our research on this, there's a few US-based podcasts uh, in the pharmacy world who are doing something similar. But here in the UK there there really isn't um there's a few podcasts out there um not specifically related to careers mm. so the pj the pharmaceutical journal they've got a podcast but they do a variety of conversations with other professionals within pharmacy but also hot topics mm. clinical topics um things that are changing within pharmacy um which is all really amazing to get that information out there and of course they're they're a journal a magazine which used to be a physical copy that you would receive but now it's all um online and they're expanding what they're doing by putting it through audio Mm -hmm. which is great um so there's that um the Royal Pharmaceutical Society have a podcast and they're doing really really well as well um so there's yeah there's a few people um, but I would say organizations are doing them and not necessarily individuals. Mm. And it is overwhelming. I mean, to think about everything that I've had to do to learn to get this podcast up and running, there is no way I would have been able to do it without you. Okay, no, I w- I would have been able to do it without you, but it would have taken me a lot longer and I would have probably got a lot more frustrated and I would have had to take a, like a lot more time and energy to research everything that needed to be done to put the podcast together in the way that we do it now. I could definitely have done it audio only. Yeah, Absolutely. 100%. Audio is completely achievable as an individual who wants to start a podcast. Um but you had so much knowledge, A, because you had already started podcasting, but you were really interested in learning about how to set up a podcast from, yeah, years ago, because you've always listened to them. You've been big into YouTube for, you know, a decade. Uh, 
even back in the Abu Dhabi days, you would constantly be watching YouTube videos and, um, you know, your passion for, uh, you know, the digital space and innovation has been there and you've been able to put that energy into your podcast and my own. Um, so there's a lot of growth from both our sides. But yeah, I would have found it hard without you. Yeah, you mentioned, just going back to what you said about there are a lot of corporations and companies now doing podcasts, organizations, you know, um, and very few individuals. And I think on an individual level, maybe, first of all, people don't see the benefit of why they should do it. And secondly, like you mentioned there, the interest, there's got to be an interest in doing it. And yes, okay, I started my podcast and, you know, it's the environment you live in, right? So you, you see Sanjay doing the podcast and it kind of rubs off and, but then still you still have to have an interest. And I didn't, I didn't tell you to do the podcast. I didn't say, oh, you should do a podcast as well. I think you came forward and said, you know what? I can, I want to do, I can do a podcast as well. So you had an interest that was there of having conversations, maybe, uh, well, actually, well, rather than me answer this, then why don't you answer it? Why, why did you want to start the podcast in the first place? Apart from yeah, me doing one and it was just something that we I, we were was happening in the house what was the what was the driving factor for you i mean of course you doing it must have subconsciously helped me to develop the idea but um it, it also gave us something to do together during lockdown mm. even though i was working but back then do you remember i was doing six hour days um more days but six hour days so we had long afternoons Lily was still really young um so she would get to bed by six so we had these long summer evenings um and I remember I remember the exact moment I was on the train and I was just thinking about um first year pharmacy students that I was teaching at that time and doing their lectures and truly identifying how much they don't know about what options are available to pharmacists once you qualify. Um, and then I started thinking, you know, what's out there for them to learn from? You know, how can they educate themselves? And for me, I knew that a lot of my students commute because they're all living at home because it's not, it's, you know, cheaper. Living in central London is so expensive. So a lot of them are commuting, you know, one hour journeys. And I was like, well, what could I do to support my students to learn about the pharmacy profession and inspire them? Because I also was getting a lot of negative feedback in lectures that community pharmacy, for example, is really boring. Um, you know, it's quite a mundane job where you're kind of just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and yes, you can be in a pharmacy where you feel quite robotic, where the basic jobs that need to be done to get prescriptions to patients can feel quite, um, yeah, Groundhog Day. <laughs> um, but there's so much else going on within community pharmacy that they weren't aware of. Um, and then just like, it was like a light bulb moment for me on the train that I was like, oh, you know, Sanjay started this podcast, like, absolutely, this is a perfect opportunity um, to do something different, to be creative. And I love having conversations, all, all these um, 
events where you would connect with other pharmacists and go to conferences had come to, you know, a halt. There wasn't a way for me to go to events to go and meet people. Um, so it kind of, if it fit both elements of what I was trying to achieve. I wanted to help people. I wanted to serve that community of students. But at the same time, um, I used it to my advantage um, to enjoy connecting with people. And we were relatively kind of new coming back home, right? We'd only been back for a couple of years. Um, I had only been in two jobs since I'd returned back to the UK and it was a good way for me to meet people mm. and build my, you know, pharmacy community again. Because in Abu Dhabi, working at National Ambulance, I was the, you know, only pharmacist for a while. And then obviously we had one other pharmacist join us. But the pharmacy community was quite small at that time and you felt quite alone. Um, so it was something that I knew I was, I was missing and I was craving. So it kind of gave me that headspace to think outside the box mm. and it fits everything that I'm passionate about. The whole idea of the podcast. And I didn't realize this at the time, but it ticks all of the boxes in terms of what I enjoy doing, what I'm passionate about and actually what I'm good at. So I'm really fortunate that I found it. Yeah, so the why is important, isn't it? So your why was the students. Yeah, the just, students. Just, just recognizing that they're lacking a resource to help them understand what a pharmacist can potentially do. Um, the community pharmacy, you know, story. Yes, it's, I don't think community pharmacy is boring, by the way, and and we can talk about that. I think it's it's a fantastic opportunity to to really get to know you know, what the world is like and what people are like. Um, but yeah, you're right. So I think that's the that's the why, right? That's the driving factor. And I think for me as well, very similar, it was about meeting and connecting with people. You know, I came from 10 years living in the UAE, Abu Dhabi and Dubai, working in the fitness industry, surrounded by people who were into fitness, people that were into nutrition, people that were into living a good life and you're looking after themselves. And and then suddenly we came here and we I knew nobody. You know, no none of my friends, apart from one that I can think of, are into exercise, working out, looking after themselves, good nutrition. So, you know, it was and again, you're a product of your environment. And suddenly I found myself, you know, not exposed to that anymore. And I craved it. And, and and for me, it was about having conversations with other health and wellness professionals so that I could expand my network and, and then just shared it, sharing that knowledge, you know, sharing that information, sharing what I know and what, what we know, but I, what I thought I knew with others. But most importantly, I think this was the big thing for me was to learn. You know, I wanted to learn from people better. I didn't, I, I've always had an imposter syndrome my entire life. Still have it now. I've always had imposter syndrome. I've never felt uh, that's not that's not true. Not never, but I've I've always had this doubt, and I think a lot of people do have this. So if you're listening to this, you know I, I feel you because I know that that it's there. But so for me, it was about learning from others who I felt were more advanced, had more knowledge, had more information, had more skills, and the podcast was a fantastic way to do that. So yeah, I think that's and that. I think that why has evolved for you as well. You know, it's not just about the students anymore. I think it's it's it's, it's a lot lot bigger than that. But it's 
kept you going this this entire time but at the same time there has to be an interest right there has to be you mentioned the creative side of things and mentioned that you know, having the ownership and having control and being able to to shape it the way you want and and, and wanting to do that and you know that that interest has has been kept alive um I think it would have been kept alive whether even if you to this day were just doing audio I think you would have still been do I think you still would be doing it um so I think and that and then going back to that stat about podcasts not you know not lasting past double figures I need to get I think it, I read someone I read something it was like more than three episodes is, is like the, what most podcasts fail at which I think is a bit low but anyway I'm pretty sure it's double figures so yeah that interest has to be there as well doesn't it um yeah, absolutely. I mean, even when we when we first started and you get the stats um, as to age groups and mm. countries and things like that, I identified really quickly that it wasn't the students who were listening initially. I put the podcast out there and obviously shared it with my own network, with my friends, with my colleagues. And it was people who had a minimum of 10 to 15 years experience, if not more, mm. who were listening to the podcast. It was only after a year or two that the numbers started tailing in the opposite direction where the younger generation were tuning in more mm. to the podcast. And I think also because there aren't many podcasts within the pharmacy space in the UK, that people don't tend to look for it. Um, and a lot of people still don't know about podcasts surprisingly yeah, that was something i was really surprised about because i remember you saying at the time that oh, when you're talking to people people just don't even know what a podcast is yeah. you, were, you were literally going around your colleagues and downloading a, an app to listen to podcasts and then and that and i said to you at the time this is a gold mine right this is genius because if you're tapping into people who have never heard a podcast or don't even know what a podcast is and then you're the very first podcast they listen to well, there's going you've got loyalty, right? They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be listening to your podcast, and they're probably only gonna listen to your podcast for some time until they start to oh, this is interesting, and then they go and venture mm -hmm. out to try and find more. I mean, think about the first podcast I ever listened to was probably Joe Rogan, and I don't listen to it as religiously as I used to before, but I still listen to it today, right? And that's years and years and years of loyalty. So that I think was really key discovering that. There were all these people that, first of all, didn't even know what a podcast was. And then suddenly you're the first podcast they listened to. So you had that loyalty. And yeah, it was interesting to see that it wasn't the students. It wasn't that demographic that you initially were targeting that were listening. It was the more experienced pharmacists. Because I think your story was really interesting. Because you'd gone overseas, you'd worked in these really you know, amazing jobs, working on the Formula One, uh, you know, working in different countries, the ambulance service, you know, working at a government level to, to set legislation. I think that inspired a lot of people to think oh actually do you know what there is there is more i can do with this career because you know pharmacy is a it's a it's a it's a good profession right you know if you think about and i'm use the indian culture here you know it's 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 doctor lawyer accountant pharmacist right it, they always are spoken in the in the same breath so it is a very prestigious career it's not easy to become a pharmacist i mean you know i've I know how much studying you've done and you've done your masters and all the different, you know, other other degrees and courses you've done. It's not easy. You know, you have to be a very smart human being to be a pharmacist. And I've said this to you all the time, I could not do what you do. Um, you know, that have to have that level of responsibility. So um it is, you know, it, it, it is something that I think 
a lot of pharmacists have now realized that there is so much more you can do with this with this career and i think this this podcast is 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 a, is a testament to that i think that's really it's really good it's, really, it's amazing there's so much to celebrate i mean <laughs> the the whole kind of global aspect of this podcast is something that i genuinely am I, I, it shocks me that there's over you know 115 countries tuning into the podcast and that that is also one of the most exciting things about the podcast ex itself is that you can reach a network all around the world. You're not just reaching a market within your own country. Um, there are people from all over the world listening in and I've been interviewing people from all over the world and learning about pharmacy from different countries and what they've been doing, how they're growing, how they're changing. And it aligns really well with what I do at work at the Evelina and the international, you know, internship program we have. And I absolutely love meeting these international pharmacists. And I always get into these crazy conversations. Oh, how can I move there? <laughs> like my um my most recent intern is from Sweden. And she she emailed me and sent me loads of information about how to become a pharmacist in, in Sweden. Um, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I told her she's she's gone home now. So I told her, absolutely come on to the podcast and it'll be a lot of fun. Um and she was a little bit nervous, but she's agreed to do it, which is really exciting. So we can learn about what pharmacists like in Sweden. Um, but yeah, I mean, connecting with people all around the world has just been a joy. But I mean, I, I have to celebrate that people in the US have also found me. Um, and they've got so many podcasters within the pharmacy space. There's an, you know, uh, endless amounts of pharmacists going into podcasting and the world of entrepreneurship and there's inspiring stories adam martin was one of the first ones that i found and he's still podcasting to this day and his content is amazing is that um, a pharmacist yeah, yeah. and I absolutely I, yeah i love his i love his podcast but i also love him as a person um he's such an inspiring human and we're on the same kind of wavelength in terms of what it is that we're trying to do. We're on a mission to serve other people and help other people to grow um, professionally and personally. Um, so yeah, and he's got hundreds of yeah, episodes. It was it was his kind of videos that he put on Instagram or his reels, if you like, I don't know if reels were a thing at the time, but he was doing these sort of short sound bites. Um, and that's what kind of got me thinking about video. And I was like, oh, do you know what? We, we're missing out a massive, a massive chunk here where we could be you know using this content in a, in a much better way um so that kind of yeah that he he inspired me in, in that way as well um to, to sort of start or to get you started on the on the video side of things um what's been what's been some of the highlights over over the last sort of 100 episodes you don't have to mention individual names or people but what's kind of been sort of key things that have happened that you think of you know yeah just what have been the highlights? Um, I've really enjoyed making pharmacist diaries from just a podcast into a brand and actually exploring what else I can offer. So, of course, I'm having these amazing conversations with people and connecting and growing personally and professionally, learning through all these stories that I'm hearing, uh, making friendships, long-term friendships, which is really exciting, but also uh, reinventing friendships that I've had from, you know, my resi days um, and enjoying seeing how some of my friends from when we were newly qualified pharmacists, how they've grown. 
um, has been really enjoyable to have those conversations. But now it's grown into a proper brand. I've got a website. Um, I've just hired two interns. So um, I'm happy to share those names because they both agreed. So um, Jacqueline, who is one of my students from King's College London, when she was a first year student, uh, I was lecturing her. She used to sit in the front row. Um, she's been on the podcast and she has kind of followed my journey from day one um, and been part of it. I remember when I first got my couple of episodes out and I came into the lectures and I was like, oh, it's out. You've got to listen to it. And they, you know, her and her friends got really excited. Um, so she is one of my interns and she's going into her training year and she's just smashed it at university. She's got first class honors degree and she's going into her training year and she's going to spend part of her time um, working with us. And then um, Tim Ulbrich, who um, obviously is the Your Financial Pharmacist podcast host. He shared my internship through LinkedIn. And so there were some American applicants and one of which is a student named Gustavo. Um, he lives in Iowa and yeah, he's doing so well and he's agreed also to join us on our internship. So we have two budding enthusiastic students who are coming to support us with um the podcast with editing, with maybe website build, um, supporting me with social media, scheduling. So they're going to learn so much about the life of an entrepreneur. But the reason why I need their support is for us to venture out into other elements. So we've started the podcast, but there's so many other things that I want to now do, which I don't necessarily have the time to do with working and parenting and podcasting. Um, so they will support a lot of that work, which allows us to grow into other spaces. But actually, one of the main reasons I wanted that support is so I could give back to them. I'm really excited about helping them to grow in their professional career. They're not qualified yet. And during this internship, they will probably qualify and start their life as pharmacists. So, you know, I want to be part of that journey and I want to help them to grow and mentor them, uh, whether that's helping them with, I don't know, writing CVs or resumes, like application skills, um, supporting them with time management or productivity, things that I know that I'm good at, that I can share advice, um, project management, obviously with the podcast um, and getting them to use all sorts of new apps. So I'm really excited about that journey. Um, I'm also really excited from the global point of view is that Todd Yuri from the um, Pharmacy Podcast Network in the US reached out to me to join the network. So now I'm joining a network um, of podcasters specifically in the pharmacy space so the podcast will grow um, in terms of its reach and and who will be able to you know access it um, but also that network um, and building that relationship with someone new um, to support each other um, so of course I want to share his network with my listeners but at the same time putting my podcast on his network will definitely help me to increase the number of people that are viewing our videos mm. um, and learning about pharmacy in the UK, for example. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of exciting things to come. 
Um, we want to build a membership platform. So, you know, I'm really excited about building that. So yeah, watch this space. Yeah. So it kind of goes back, well, talking about the interns, it goes back to that why, doesn't it? You started the podcast to help students and here you are helping students in a different way, right? Helping them with other skills. And, and that that's, again, I think having that why, it just goes back to that, right? When we did the coaching with Nilesh, we talked about this a lot, didn't we? About what is your why? You know, what's your purpose? And, and you call it what you want, but what's that thing that's driving you? And when you started talking about getting an intern, I could see that kind of the, a fire in your eye. You know, you were like really keen and passionate to get, not... And I want to be clear, it's not so that you have someone to do your work for you, right? It's not so sort of, oh, so I don't, it's, it's to help them, right? And that was the key thing. And as a natural process of, of, of evolution through this podcast, yeah, we want, it's grown into something more than just a podcast where we talk about pharmacy. It's, as you said, it's a brand now, it's, it's offering so much more. And yes, there's so much more to come, which we can definitely talk about in, in future episodes and, and, and people who are you know tuned in will, will, will know about this, but um yeah, it's giving them that that opportunity to learn, and and I think that's really really key. But it's exciting that we have, you know, having. I think that's that's where that's where people get bored. I think where you're constantly just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And yes, you may want to do more. So I know, for example, a lot of people who who do, who do podcasts, they obviously start on audio, which is 100% how you should always start because podcasters and podcasting is an audio first format. And then they do, do it, do it, do it, do it. And as, as we've experienced, there's so much that happens. Social media, you've got to create posts, you've got to do clips, you've got to do all of these things. And then you want to do more, such as get into video, but you just don't have the capacity because you're just, you know, you're, all your time is spent doing what you've already created and just maintaining that. And a lot of podcasters are on their own. I mean, we've been fortunate. We've got two of us here who are involved in this uh, and, and are, are are doing a lot of the work. And even then, we're struggling. Yeah, totally. I mean, time is 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 definitely getting challenging. There's so much more that I want to do, but I just need to be patient and accept that it's going to happen with time. Um, but when I look back at all the things I've achieved, I mean, look, we've already created so many partnerships as well. And one of the main things with in terms of purpose and why I'm here as well is to build a community. Mm. I mean, that's a huge part of what I'm trying to achieve. And it's not only building a community of people who listen to my podcast episodes, but it's actually partnering with organizations like The Naked Pharmacy um, and helping them to get more awareness of their brand. And it's, you know, created and owned by a wonderful pharmacist, Kevin. Um, so I want to share what he's doing within the pharmacy space, something different. Um, you know, I've recently talked to him about setting up an internship program for him to do within his organization. Students would absolutely love that. Um, so it's, again, sharing ideas with each other and partnering. I mean, Great Ormond Street was an amazing um, series. They reached out to me, which I felt so, I felt so proud to be a podcaster in that moment because they needed a way to showcase what their team is doing and provide that voice for their staff, for their employees, and to showcase what pediatrics is about. And my platform became 
the yeah the platform that that showcased what they're doing and and it really helped them to reflect on their career journeys and kind of give them a little bit of a boost in terms of everything that they've achieved over the years and so many people who I've interviewed have said that when they listen back to the episode, which they cringe, um, they feel like it's been a re really reflective process. And they then say, oh, my God, like I've done so much and I just haven't realized until I've had that conversation with you, which makes me feel really happy. Yeah, I mean, this is this is huge because I think, like you said, people it can life can feel like Groundhog Day. Your career can feel like Groundhog Day, uh, especially if you're doing. Uh, let's take a, a community pharmacy role where people think you're just sitting there, you know, filling out prescriptions all day long and it can feel that way. But actually when you reflect back on what, where you've been and what you've done and how, you know, how far you've come and all the skills that you've, 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 you've gained along the way, I think it, it gives them a boost. It, it does, you know, and, and I think, again, we talked about this earlier, us listening back, or you listening back to your journey and all the things that all the challenges that you've gone through you know there are episodes where you were pregnant episodes where you, you know we were moving and you listen to other oh gosh yeah i did, did i did do that and i did get through that period it, it is it's, it's confidence building and it's very easy to forget or it's, it's very easy to forget about all of those things and you know i said i used to say this when i was a coach you need to be your biggest cheerleader and whilst you're on my coaching program, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader, but you, I want you to become your own biggest cheerleader because you have and you can have achieved a lot. And I think that's really, really important. And um, yeah, the partnerships, I think, are huge. I think that's been a major, for me, that's been a massive highlight, just actually getting to a stage where we can partner with brands and not with and not with any brands right we we have very specific values that we we hold and, and naked pharmacy is a good example of that and and i think go back and listen to the episode with kevin um to to, to know more about that but that there's you know it's aligning with brands that we feel have a lot to offer you know the whole natural part of the way they're, they're creating this and also it's something that we're using now right we use the naked pharmacy products we've got liliana using them we're using them we're we're paying you know we're not we're not getting it we're not getting anything for free here we we buy the products as well right we're not they don't give us a free yes we get a discount pd20 just in case anyone wants to know um that's the checkout the, the code you use at checkout so we use the same code um to buy our own supplements and yeah, that's exciting for me. Uh, where that can where that can lead to, and it it all. I mean, when you look at values and partnerships, it has to align with what the podcast is aiming to achieve. And of course, a lot of people see this as a very careers focused podcast. But actually, if you look at having an amazing, fulfilling, rewarding, productive career, you have to look at your well being, and you have to look at how you look after yourself and that self-care in order to be the best version of yourself. So when I look at Naked Pharmacy, of course, it's a pharmacist. Number one, it's a brand owned and built by a pharmacist who's also an entrepreneur and an absolute legend with a crazy amount of experience within the natural medicine field. But also the products that he's creating align with what it is that I want to take to support my well-being. So I'm taking Saffrosun Energy. Um, I am a tired mum of, you know, two children, one of which is a baby, still waking up at night very regularly. So, of course, my sleep is interrupted. Um and my energy levels uh, need a bit of a boost. And that has been a, a huge uh, benefit 
in terms of taking those capsules daily. Um, I've really enjoyed taking the magnesium. I mean, you know that it's, it's killing you because I don't wake up. I'm sleeping so soundly after a very long time that I don't even hear poor Kai when he wakes up in the middle of the night because that magnesium does its job and you literally elbow me to say, get up, like, it's your turn to do the night shift. Yeah, only because it's your turn. I'm not just <laughs> kicking her out of bed. I mean, we have, we have a rotor, we have a shift. We've shift got pattern. a rotor, yeah. yeah it's not but just... I'm sleeping so soundly and I'm, I'm absolutely, like, I'm sure that it's that magnesium because I don't normally sleep that deeply. Um, but I'm in such a deep sleep that I don't even wake up for my kid. <laughs> um, and Lily's now starting to take capsules and they're these very cute sort of mini capsules, the same ones that I'm taking. And it's very exciting for her to, yeah, uh, be a mini me and copy us because um, she wants to do everything that we do. Um, and you're, you've been taking the Safrasan Calm. Um, I've also tried the Metabolic Gold. Um, I've tried the the gut capsules, which have been amazing as well, because I, I suffer from bloating, especially with dairy um, and wheat. So um, that's been really useful. Um, so in combination, like I've been really, really pleased with the products that I've been using. And I highly recommend that people, yeah, get on the bandwagon. So yeah, PD20. Yeah, I think you mentioned the well-being and the career. Let's go, you know, the podcast started to help to help people with careers and understanding what pharmacists do but also how you can excel in your career you know where you can take your career you mentioned kevin who's a pharmacist he's, he's an entrepreneur who started this business you know you've done your podcast there's so many other people i can't think of now but that you've spoken to who are doing different things you know the aesthetics got people that you've spoken to they're all kind of venturing out that was an area i had no idea about that, that was anything to do with pharmacy um and part of that as you said in order to 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 do well in your career you have to look after yourself. You have to be the best version of yourself. And also going, relinking it to students, you know, students who want to, who are preparing for exams, you know, what's the best way to prepare for an exam? Well, the best way to prepare for an exam is to make sure that you're well, you know, you're, you have energy, you have the concentration, you have time management, your skills, you have all of these things. So that wellness part of it, and if this is what kind of, I guess, where my kind of experience comes into it it's just yeah it's not just about how you how you get a job but it's actually how do you look after yourself so you can be the best version of yourself in your job in your career but also in your home and family life as well um so i think seeing the the podcast go down that route as well uh, or the brand sorry no it's not really the podcast is it but the brand go down that route is it's been interesting but it's been an, it's been a difficult thing to juggle because for me it's important not to move too far away from why we started right it's still talking to pharmacists to highlight you know what they do to highlight the career highlight the profession but now it's also about how do you be and how do you become that 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 version of yourself that you want to be uh, and it's it's a lot more than just academics and and uh and and and, and you know the oh, i can't think of the word around but it's 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 more than that it's about wellness it's about well-being uh, it's about how you manage stress it's how how you get better sleep and all of these things that that we're doing so yeah that's definitely uh, a very very exciting part of the journey that the the 
the brands that we're partnership or the, the the gosh series that you mentioned things like that um again i never envisaged companies using a platform like ours to to showcase what they're doing and i think that's a, it's a again it's a no-brainer isn't it? it's like yeah why would you not if you've got this audience of, of people who are listening in from all over the world and you want to showcase what you're doing yes i mean great hormone streaming mean, they're huge they've got their own platform they've, their social media following is bigger than ours probably i don't know i haven't looked at it but i'm sure it is, it is. Uh, yeah so <laughs> but yet still there's value in, in in coming to uh, a podcast like ours and, and helping helping them so yeah um loads going on loads going on i've completely lost my train of thought now i don't know what i was talking well about. no uh, when we when we look at the partnerships we've also got the fip series which will be coming out in the near future which i'm very excited about and that is an organization that oh, it's so big and amazing and it's global and I never thought that I would be in a position mm. to, um, yeah, partner with them. Mm. And here we are. So, yeah, there's a lot to celebrate. There's a lot yes. to celebrate and there's a lot of growth that has come out from this podcast um, and so much for me to be proud of. I wanted to ask you that obviously you've worked with me this uh, entire journey uh, of three years with the podcast. Um how how does it feel for you in terms of your personal growth as a producer and a videographer and sound professional, light professional? Um, yeah, how how does it feel for you? Um, well, when I first started my podcast, I never envisaged doing it for other people. I never envisaged doing what I'm doing now, which is videography, production, you know, um, YouTube videos, all of that stuff for other people. So for me, it's been a massive learning journey. It's been a huge, huge journey to learn. And I feel like I've been fortunate to have two podcasts to practice on. That's kind of way, that's the way I look at it. It's like I've got Stay Whole and I've got Pharmacist Diaries. And they're just, they've been a practice, a breeding ground, if you like, for me to practice all the things that I learn. Yes, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I try and consume um, you know, information to help me learn. I have a genuine interest in technology. Uh, I always have that. I have had that from, from, from a very young age, but I never did anything with it. You know, again, this is, it's helped me recognize what do I really enjoy doing? Uh, and I think that's been a huge, huge thing for me. Um, learning, taking that step, as I said earlier, from audio only to video. And, you know, that's a, doesn't seem like a huge change, but it has been a big, big, big shift. So there's been a lot I've learned from that. But having the chance to practice, you know, 150 odd episodes, you know, that's now given me the confidence that I can go and do it for someone else. So that's what I do now. You know, I work with other creators, other, not just health professionals, there's, you know, all sorts of things. We do events and, and, and different types of things. So it's given me the confidence to go out to someone and say, hey, yeah, I can... I can help you with with that. I can create that video for you. I can create that 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 content for you. Whereas if I hadn't had the chance to practice and I just said, oh, you know, I want to be a videographer or I want to create content, I wouldn't have had, first of all, I'd have no evidence or no proof that I can do it. So I think that's really important, isn't it? It's having that validation as well. Uh, not validation in the sense of numbers, just validation in there's a product that I've created. So that's been, that's been huge for me. Um, but yeah, I think it's just been, Again, I, 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 if I could have picked 
you know, handpicked what I would have loved to do, having watched all those YouTube videos back then. I mean, I talked about, I've been talking about podcasting way back since we were in Abu Dhabi, right? I started yeah. the Stay Whole brand when just after, just before Lily was born, actually. So it's over, she's nearly six, right? So it's over six years ago. Um, and again, procrastination, <laughs> I didn't ever, never did anything with it. I sat on it. Um, but to then now sit here and think back to all the clients I've had, all the content I've produced, not just for us, but for other people, people are now paying me, which I would, again, in my wildest dreams, you know, if someone would say, oh, I can pay you to do something that you love. And I love it. Like, you know, I love it. I'm in my office in my studio all the time, setting up and tinkering. And I'm here and setting up stuff and playing around with cameras and trying different settings and lighting and microphones and audio editing. And I love it. It's just something I love to do. It feels like play. It literally feels like play for me. Um, and now to have people paying me to do that is, is again, it's a pinch me moment. I think it's, it's really, really, really good. And I have to thank, you know, my clients for having the faith in me, um, to, to, you know, giving me their money and allowing me to be creative and, and, and to create things. And, and also I've learned a lot working with those, those clients because, you know, they've challenged me. They've, they've questioned me and they've said, Oh no, you know, this, yeah. And again, I know I, I don't know it all, but they've made me think of things slightly differently and made me kind of think actually yeah there's there are there can be other ways of doing things um i think learning how to keep things simple is probably the biggest lesson that that i can take away from this and um that that's been a big learning curve because i do try and overcomplicate things a lot of the times so now i think i've learned a lot about just keeping it simple you know getting and and getting it out there. I think that's the most important thing. I think just making sure that you know if you have an idea, if you want to do something, don't sit on it, just do it. Right? It doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? And then you've taught me this as well from like I said during that time, especially during pregnancy, where you would just get episodes out. You know, if I wasn't around to to edit a video or to to do the video, you just you would just be like, "You know what? I'm just going to get it out." And you did. And I was like, "You know what? Yeah, I I I think there's a lot of value in that." So, yeah, it's been a huge huge journey for me i mean i'm you know you're still doing you're still a pharmacist you're still doing a podcast i'm com i've completely changed careers you know i've given up health coaching you know we, we had this conversation didn't we at the end of 2022 it's like what at the end of 2022 i was in a situation where i had so much work on the sort of private work from videography and production side of things and i had my job my full-time job that I wasn't, I just didn't have time to, to do, to do both. And, um, we made the decision that I'll, I'll quit and we'll focus on the production, but also focus on this brand pharmacist diaries. Um, you give me one day a week. I get one day. I give you one day a week at the moment, which doesn't feel like it's enough and it's not enough. Hence why we've got uh, interns, but now again, having those interns, I am really excited to help them. You know, if they want to, if they say, hey, do you want to learn how to edit videos? I'm like, yeah, I'll teach you. I'm, I'm more than happy to teach you. You know, if someone wants to sit there and listen to me go on about tech, then why not? Let's do it. And just helping them and seeing them grow now, hopefully, and how they can apply those skills. And, you know, I remember, and I've said this story before, when I was a personal trainer, my biggest achievement as a personal trainer was those two clients that ended up becoming personal trainers themselves. And they've attributed, and they've attributed that to me. Right now, I didn't. I never set out to do that. I just tried to be the best personal trainer I could for them, and that inspired them to want to do that profession themselves. So, the same goes here. If I can 
teach someone or whether it's these interns or whether it's someone watching, you know, or just listening and think, oh, do you know what? I, I, I want to be, I want to do that or I can do that. You can do it. You know, it's, it's fun. It's amazing. And if I can teach you along the way, then great. And this is kind of what's giving us the idea of the masterclasses that we're doing. And, you know, we're going to do the, we've, we've talked about this before, but we will be doing the podcasting um, course, you know, how to start a podcast because it's, well, I, I can see that there is a market there. I can see that just from the time that we flicked the video switch on, on, on Zencaster, how much the YouTube channel's grown. You know what, we over 200? 210. 210. So <laughs> it doesn't sound like a lot, right? But how long has that, it's been six months? Yeah, I mean, I've had the YouTube channel for a lot longer, yeah. but we didn't really do much with it in the first uh, six months because I was pregnant. And then, yeah, we've been about seven months in, and it is growing. And I think I am proud of that number. I really am because I think that they are not um, random people. I think majority of those um, subscribers will be genuine pharmacy students mm. or trainee pharmacists or pharmacists who genuinely want to watch um, the podcast yeah, and, and the I videos. Think subscribers is, is, is a it's not a metric that YouTube really looks at anymore. And yeah, you, the, the whole, that's another thing, you know, I've learned so much about the, the sort of the YouTube sort of algorithm and how that all works and that's evolved and that's changed. And shorts has, since we've started shorts has become a thing. It wasn't the thing before. So we've had to learn about shorts and how that affects things. It's not, the 200 may not seem like a large number, but it's the number of watch time hours as well that we're getting on a lot hundreds, of videos. Hundreds, hundreds of hours. Of hours. Of people watching our content or watching you know the content mm. that we've produced i just sit back and go wow i'm producing content that people actually want to watch and then the one metric that really i'm quite proud of is you know okay our episodes are long you know some hour plus a lot of them but some of our i think what was it 15 minutes roughly or we were having you know average yeah. view durations now that may not seem like a lot so if it's an hour episode and someone's only watching 15 minutes but that's 15 minutes of attention someone's attention you've got 15 minutes of attention from someone in a world where they're telling me now that 30 seconds is too long for a short right so if we're producing content that people are prepared to sit and watch for 15 minutes and that's an average by the way there will be some people that we know there are some people that watch the entire hour and and, and plus and more then that's huge that's something that we should build upon that and that's exactly what we are doing right we're trying to work with that information that that data and how can we how can we now create more content that people want to to consume um and my interns will give me the space to the interns that. will give us the space but i'm also excited to learn from them right as i said I, i've come up with an idea Okay. I have to ask Jacqueline. I haven't even asked her yet. And here I am talking about it on the podcast. But she's starting her trainee pharmacist role. So with the internship, I, I created a Google form and sent out some questions to them as to what it is they wanted to achieve from the internship, what they wanted to get involved with, um, whether that's podcast editing, whether they want to do scheduling, project management, they want to help me with emails, um, creating thumbnails for YouTube. You know, what is it that you, on a scale of one to five, do you absolutely love? And you're like, yes, count me in. And what are the elements that you don't want to do? So Jacqueline's completed the form. Um, podcast editing was one of the ones that she was like, yes, absolutely. That's completely out my comfort zone. Never done it before. I'd absolutely love to learn a new skill. So amazing. Um, but 
when I look at that form and she's written down some goals as well that she wants to achieve from the podcast, it just clicked that actually she said, I want to kind of gain a larger pharmacy network and I want support with public speaking. And when I thought about public speaking, I was like, oh, this girl can come on to the podcast and we can create a whole series about her training year. And as she grows as a trainee pharmacist, we can do a series of videos as to how she started her year, how she got organized, how she's managing her time, you know, share the good and bad about the training year. And she's split between GSK and I think it's community pharmacy. So she'll get two elements mm. of, you know, um, a pharmacy practice areas. So she can share that journey and that journey will help her to build her public speaking skills, but also help us to create video content. Yeah. Boom. She's con she'll have to have to convince her. Um, and I'm, I'm sure, sure it'll be hard. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure she'll be up for it. Yeah, I mean this is this is the thing, isn't it? Other skills that you know, you mentioned public speaking, it's something that, you know, you've you, you didn't mention you've done you've done a talk you've been you've done a public talk you know you've been to a conference and been invited to to speak publicly and these are skills that you probably wouldn't have had the confidence of doing as much you know, or have as has much confidence doing had you not been sat behind a microphone uh, and now a camera as well and talking to the world and i think that's really really important and, and really really key so yeah i mean there's so much we could i could sit here all day and, and talk about it but um yeah, for me, I think it's just, I'm just excited for, for, for what's to come. You know, we've got so many projects, so many other um, people inquiring and this and that. So there's, there's a lot happening and having, now having that support from people that are enthusiastic, you know, these are these interns who are enthusiastic to do the things, not necessarily that we, well, I'll be honest, some of those things that we do find quite tiresome and quite quite groundhog day like like the scheduling and the posting but just having people to help us with that not necessarily offloading all of it but just having a little bit of help and freeing up that time and space is going to be huge and and it's exciting to now think okay what can we now do with with that time and and, and space and, and there, there's, there's lots of ideas um with the website being obviously that the, 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 the i think going to be the main portal where we we, we focus on it and everything will kind of build out from there. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be really exciting for them as well to, um, A, we're, we're building our team. This is These are the first people who are going to be part of the Pharmacist Diaries team. We've not had anyone with us. I mean, you were my first, like, team member. Um, but these are the first outsiders who are then able to join the brand. I mean, I'm super excited about that. I never thought that I'd get to this point. Um, I never, I didn't even think that it would get to the point where I would need like staff. Well, like, we, we do. Because, yeah. Well, we know this because we listen to a lot of podca other podcasts who are much bigger than ours and they talk about this, don't they? Oh, how they've got help. And I just always think, oh, we're never going to, we're not going to get to a stage where we can get help or anyone want to come and work with us. Right. And that was the other thing. It's like, so, but here we are. So um, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Our favorite phrase. Here we are with, with people. And hopefully, you know, it would be my, my, my goal would be now to, I don't know when, but at some point in the future to, to, to have people that we can pay, right? You know, we, we are starting to monetize, you know, that's, I'm not going to be shy of talking about this because I think the podcast has got to a stage now where, look, the way that we're doing it, it's not just our time, but there's, there's an expense there as well, right? There's, there's Canva, there's Zencaster, there's all the audio editing kind of descript and all of these services that we're now having to pay subscriptions for, which we're paying completely out of our own pocket, which is absolutely fine. It serves a purpose, 
but we need to monetize and and that's something that's again interesting it's scary it's exciting um but i want to monetize that so that we can first of all cover our expenses and second of all hopefully then pay people to 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 work with us and um, reward them not just in you know knowledge and experience but but financially as well and um yeah. hopefully have have some money left over for, for for ourselves as well but yeah again you know equipment and lighting and all of this stuff which um which we need and which we're going to evolve over time let me ask you one question before Mm. we end the podcast is what is your one goal that you'd like to achieve for pharmacist diaries specifically before the end of 2023 (sighs) before the end of this year so we've only got like six five five months really haven't we what would i like to achieve oh man I okay. I know exactly what I, what the answer is. I would like us to have video content that's not the podcast, right? So right now, if you go onto Instagram, if you go onto YouTube, and I think YouTube is where I want to focus. And we've, we've already had that discussion. I want to start putting out videos that is are not just clips from the podcast. You know, I want to make dedicated videos, whether that's how to make a podcast, whether that's time management, whether that's how to pass the exam, whether that's, I don't know. I want to have content on the YouTube channel that is not just clips from the podcast. And I think that's now that we've got the help, I think that's more than achievable. Absolutely. And before we end, I also should say, well, thank you to you because I wouldn't be here without you um, with everything that we've achieved um with growing this brand but also thanks to everybody who tunes in because i definitely wouldn't be here without my listeners and without people who uh have supported me along the way in the last three years and have kind of championed uh this podcast to keep going yeah and i think you should also be really proud of yourself because as we've said already, that the, the adversity that you've gone through and we've gone through as a family uh, and to continue to do it and to continue to have the fire and the passion to to want to do it, I think that's that's commendable. And I think that's really, really, really good. And, and, and thanks to you for listening and, and for taking it all in and learning. And, you know, there have been times where I've not had been able to help you and I've just said, you just need to get on with it and do it. And you've, you've got on with it and done it. You know, you've figured it out and, and I've not showed you how to do it. You've just figured it out yourself. And I think that's really, really commendable. So, um, yeah, here's to, um, here's to another hundred. Agreed. <laughs>